You're listening to Response Team Omnicron, Late Spring, Part 6, Red String. So uh, Winston, Skip, Travis, and Olivia all leave the medical facility, head over to the hangar, where uh, Skip is currently divulging the information of the data pad and the camera system that he had seen the footage of um, what happened to both Megan and Care, and making a plan on what to do next. We double-check the Flashpoint to secure our particular uh, network outside of patients' ability to enhance it. Um, After Mm -hmm. that, Skip briefs us. um, How briefly do you want to be, Skip? Do you want to play all that out? Um, I think I'll try to be as specific as possible, but we do have the tablet, so I could also just show you guys, I think. Right? Could, yeah. yeah, I mean, you take the tablet. Nobody tries to get to get the tablet back. You know, the patients subaltern or anybody, anything like that. Yeah. So. so then I'll probably be like, I'll like summarize it in like two or three sentences, and then I'll hand you guys the tablet. Probably. So I would do. So. Cool. Um, Skip, you've just finished replaying everything. You guys have been watching the video. Um, the start of the video as Skip finishes his debrief for what he saw, and then you all. Um, that that last moment of the uh, shotgun going off and the subaltern going flying off of where it would have been crushing Megan. Um, It's like, that looks like one of the subalterns from the Greytowns, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, a little too close for my liking. Why do you think it came all the way here to begin with? Weren't they all like frozen in front of the tower? They were. That also means we should probably check with the militiamen that were out there. Oh yeah. Um, Flashpoint, can you get us a, a link to those militia units to see if they're still absolutely active? Um, after a brief moment, you yeah. Corporal Anders here. Hey, Anders. Uh, you guys give me a head count of how many of those solveners are still out there? Any of them missing? Two, four, six, eight, ten. Got. Yeah, you kind of you hear a bit of brief mumbled chatter. Who goes? We're one short. We've counted this five times now. All right. Well, we know where your one short ended up, so be careful. If any of them start to wander off past, past a perimeter, just take them out. Um, Copy. Um, we uh, none of them really moved. I'm not sure how that one got away from us. We were been quiet out here. We were told not to move from their post, but we heard all this chatter going on. We've just been waiting for a signal from patients or, you know. It seems like one of them might have tried to hijack patients, so if any of them leave that area, just terminate. Copy. We'll do. Um, be safe out there, Omnicron. We will. Do our best. But the channel closes uh, as you guys wrap up your conversation, and you are back as the, the group in the hangar. Yeah, I look around like, well, one got away. We know exactly where it came from now, which means it was probably ordered to do something. Again, my suspicions cramp about the fact that how patients missed this getting into her area, into their area, how patients missed this getting into their area in the middle of a firefight and high alert. That should not have been very doable. The real question is, is if patients is compromised? We should have taken these out when we had the chance. This is our fault it happened. Yeah. If we had taken them out, we would have crippled the the, uh, 
agriculture of all the gray towns. It's, They're not doing anything anyways. They're just standing out there. Yeah, what good are those, like... Oh my goodness. So what, how, what good are the subalterns if they're just sitting in the corner waiting for the moment that they're going to go and kill somebody? Well, that's They're what, not helping anyone. I don't disagree with you. That's definitely what they're doing now. That's not what we knew they were doing at the time. Also, the issue was if we'd taken them all out, whatever was contacting them may have done something else. Putting blame on us or blame on anyone for this with an unknown unknown and not knowing how whatever is in control of them and how it thinks doesn't do anything in the situation except deal with emotions that are going to cause more problems over blame that's nobody's real fault it's like trying to treat the symptoms as opposed to the disease we needed to figure out what was going on first yeah. and acting against orders acting without orders it's a great way to get ourselves ousted here we can we can debate it back and forth but what's done is done we just need to make sure we don't let it happen again so does that mean we we talk to them about getting the subalterns destroyed, or do we just need to keep an extra close eye on them? I, I, the militiamen are going to destroy any of that leave the area now. But blowing them all up, right? They didn't see the last one. Yeah, they didn't, but they hopefully will pull back and make an actual perimeter this time. Hopefully. I uh, will head. I will move the conversation over to the Pegasus so that Roxy can participate. Um, sure. and ask Roxy how Balthazar is doing first and foremost now that we've expelled ourselves from the rest of the situation before we start breaking down more stuff if we're if we're over it, it like Roxy would probably be by the door uh, probably have been by the door in that mm -hmm. area and probably have gotten closer just to kind of do a good quick observe before Mm -hmm. uh, going off the comms uh, to the others. As of right now, it seems that Balthazar is preoccupied. Okay. Fair enough. So, I look around. Response team? Yes, Roxy. I have concerns. About? Patience. I think we all have concerns about patients right now. Confirm that this is that these comms are not accessible by patients. Correct. Flashpoint is very secure. We are on a closed network. Patients access the beggar one message. Hmm. Well, that causes. Was this Do you have any idea when? Was it before or after we warned everyone? I cannot say. Well, that explains how it walked right in. It would have been one of Patience's subalterns if it hadn't been that one. I tried my best to examine Patience when we met. Assessment? Patience is acting as expected of an NHP. Okay, so here's a logic question. We are a super intelligent NHP who has facilitated the... Tess doesn't get quieter because he knows that we're in a hangar, so, you know, I'm not trying to stage it, actually whisper. Trying to facilitate the decommission of certain officers. Why would they then 
call it out to us? Is that them trying to either a kind of assert dominance of the situation, or is it them trying to fo- like almost heavy-handedly voice blame somewhere else? That's what I'm. Neither. That's what I'm worried about. Let's be clear: the beggar one message. If patience is compromised, the beggar one message is not going to do anything in and of itself until patience gets whatever marching orders patience is going to get. Not telling us what happened to our officers is way more suspicious than telling us what happened. Think of it much more like an on and off switch than patience is suddenly going to display some sort of psychopathic tendencies. This is a zero to a hundred situation. Patience is going to act like patience until patience is told not to act like patience. Understood. I would agree with that. So this is long and short a situation of we now know that there is a lack of a better term. There's a bomb. We just don't know when it goes off. We also do not know what the bigger one purpose is. Right now, it seems to be, at some point in time, terminating everything on the planet, or at least the appearance of terminating everything on the planet. Either through subjugation or extermination. That wasn't the point of tonight. Mm-mm. It didn't attack anyone until they tried to stop it. No, it's it's planting whatever it's planting. But keeping those there is a liability. We've seen what they're being used for now. Care is out. Mm-hmm. Megan is out. Patience is compromised. We're on our own. We need to make the call. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with taking them out. The question is, what do we do afterwards? Because we cannot wait. Right now, we are in a hurry-up-and-wait situation, as Travis likes to say. The only thing that I think that would be a good idea is to locate where the beggar one message is coming from. Yeah. Disconnect the connection. Yeah. I've been in their comms. We may be able to figure something out from there. Especially with your help, Roxy, and Flashpoints. I do have a question for you two, actually. So, of course, I don't know how NHPs work. Is there a central point where your networks or your communication lines propagate and connect and then shoot off somewhere else? Maybe if we can find where that point is for, you know, who, then that could stop any and all orders going to, you know, who and stopping the possible bomb. Uh... Ben, would you say that each NHP acts in its own inter- like like Evergreen has its own internal internet essentially, right? Yes. And then and then it shoots out externally to other intranets. Would that yes. be fair to say? Yes. It would also be fair to say that the Omninode Tower. I would say you would know this, Roxy, because I think a Flashpoint would have as part of the computer handoffs that you guys have done. You guys, you know that everything gets routed through the Omninode Tower as the final send-off point for the rest of to go to the rest of Union to go outside of Evergreen in any way, shape, or form. 
Um, it all goes through the Omni-Node tower. Technically, anything incoming would have to go through there as well. Um, and that's probably, your, your guess is probably where that, um, if the message was not local cast from like direct, you know, peer-to-peer style, um, it was definitely came through the Omni-Node. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, I think I know. To explain it simply, we would need to disable our Omni-Node tower. If the bigger one message is still coming through, then it would be somewhere here. If we stop receiving the bigger one message, then we can assume that the bigger one message is coming out elsewhere. We essentially need to corner the message. I mean, we're already fairly certain it's coming from here. The question is where? Yeah, and wouldn't shutting down the Omnino Tower, like, severely mess up pretty much everything here for a little while? It'll leave us, it'll leave us blind and deaf. Yeah, I was gonna say, it would have brought more problems. Well, would you rather have everyone have access to the bigger one message? Personally, no. Uh, Roxy, make me a quick grit roll, plus three. One for your pilot level, plus two for, I believe, um... One of your skill triggers. I'm trying to remember which one exactly. Uh, is it uh, investigate? We'll say it is. Yeah, that works. I investigate. I gotta get a hold of something. I gotta investigate. Spot. Stay cool and survive. Spot. Spot will be the one we use. But. Okay. Uh, I got my ten that I needed. Cool. Um. Then you, when you did your digging into the the beggar one stuff, you do know that it only went to patients and did not go to anything or anyone else in Evergreen. But the bigger one message did get sent out, and other people had access it through accessed it, or theoretically couldn't. Yes, other subalterns out in the gray towns did. But in terms of Evergreen itself, the city, only patients got the message. It was sent peer to peer, not over the Omniet Tower. Yes, and yes, and no. Mm. So it was sent direct to patients through the Omniode Tower, mm. but it was not sent anywhere else. It was like uh, it was like specifically addressed to patients. Yes, yeah, it was not a wide cast net. So the fact that we already know that patients is compromised, chances are turning off the Omniode Tower would not be useful because the message has already been sent. So, but could we trace the message back? Well, we have two. We have two signal points now, which means we should be able to be much closer to being able to trace the message back. And in theory, could we maybe examine the message in like a closed net situation? Because like the problem is, is that we cannot access it without risking compromising. But could we access it in a closed net kind of situation? You yes, in theory you could. You could access it um, via you know secluding it and then figuring out what what happened if it what it what it does. Didn't we already read the message though? You read the the, the physical message. The the message the written message says something, but we're mm-hmm. talking about the data that's essentially changing the yeah. code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we can isolate it. I can take a look at it. Okay, possibly dumb idea. What if we get some kind of lower level subaltern or some lower level piece of tech that requires 
Omninet or requires something that Beggar One could latch onto and then drop a Faraday cage around it after it's been compromised or something. That way we can see what it's doing yeah, after. It's, it's not a dumb idea. That's how we would isolate the message to begin with. We would take something, put it in there, and then I'd be able to examine it as long as it's something that's not going to go ham. Because um, we're looking to we're looking to take apart the data itself and look at what consists of it and how it's affecting everything. Not um, yes. If we take apart the data, then we might be able to understand the reason why it exists in the first place. Yeah. In the meantime, I think we need to destroy those subalterns. Agreed. It would be in your best interest to take care of any compromised subaltern. Do you know if your old subaltern, the one that got damaged uh, earlier today, do you know if that one has been... What's going on with it? I know you kind of ditched it when it got injured, but... The one I'm currently in right now with Balthazar? Is that the same one that got... Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> got patched up. I, I didn't realize it got patched up. I thought it was still missing its lower half. <laughs> No, there's only a hole inside of it. And I cannot tell you with exact confidence. So... Would that have a way of messing with you if it did, somehow? I would not know. Until it's activated, yeah. So we have a couple of objectives. One is destroying these subalterns. That is definitely something that needs to get done. Two is figuring out what we want to do when we what needs to happen when we go out to do them because if there is a response to that we need to make sure there are people here to handle that response I don't think sending everyone to go destroy the subalterns is the best idea because if they respond quickly by attacking Evergreen then we're not here and they have frames so that's its own situation could we request that the militiamen do it the ones that are currently watching we could, but if they turn on them in the middle of doing it, they will be—they will not survive that. There are too many there for them it to survive. It would be a good idea to at least have one of you there. I was going to say Skip and I can go out and handle it because we can traverse in a stealthy manner. Here's the thing, too. If we want to clue in anybody, as in militiamen, yeah. we're going to try to do it either close comms, old school pen and paper. As hard as it is in this day and age, we need to try to figure out ways that we are not we're getting, getting messages to people that it's not connected through every patients. network possible. Yeah. We need to isolate networks, not get, not have patients have access to them, so on and so forth. And Winston, you can't go. You have to print a new Mac. No, you're right. I can go. Uh, love the energy, but picture of stealth, Mr. Dreams is not. It does not need uh, to be stealthy. You're just there too. Observe. Oh, fair enough then. They know that we know that those are there. Mm. Yeah. That's not hidden info. Mm. Legit. They have to be expecting that after this we would destroy them. Right. A part of me wonders if that's the point. Wrong. But it makes sense to do so. Uh, flashpoint. Yes. What percentage of production do, do the subalterns have to do with the gray towns here? 50 to 75% for their usual output yield. Um, given current numbers that are already gone is about, they're already at setting about 40% to 50, sorry, 60 to 70% efficiency. 
based on the ones that are missing. Understood. I mean, that's how you break the back of a community is you take away their ability to feed themselves. So that is a possibility. Yeah, we will not win that PR war by blowing them all up as a follow-up. Well, if we can disable them, then we need to do it quickly. Yeah. I would like to make a uh, program to disable the subalterns out there. Heck yeah, you certainly can try. Could I get a grit roll, You can, and I'm going to add, like, four to that because I have, like, a bunch of hacking. If you have a bunch of hacking fix, like you do. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you have your one for your grit roll, your grit bonus, too. I do. So five. Mm-hmm. I actually have to pull up you know, a program to roll it, though. That would be super smart. Yeah, unless you have physical dice. I do have a physical dice. I have no... So you're just rolling a d20. It's pretty simple. It Gross. Is. Rolling physical dice? <laughs> Not me. Uh, what is that? That is a 10, so a 15. Nice. So you succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say... Uh, over the next while, we'll say the next about half hour or so, you're able to write a code that will be that'll be sufficient to basically hard boot the hard shut off the mm-hmm. uh, subalterns without um, any sort of interaction from another program. Um, and then, so. and then I can I can have a militiamen remove all their transponders, so it's yeah. really easy to keep them offline. Yes. Um, as a, you can do that as part of your part of that role, you are able to convey that to them. They are willing to take care of it for you. So um, that is how. Uh, as that as Winston is doing that, is there anything else that you guys wish to discuss? Um, no, but Skip is probably going to be sketching up more stuff for the the block <laughs> because. He never got to finish that. Okay. Um, well, time is being killed. If Winston doesn't have to like solely concentrate on programming, I will continue to have an RPing conversation if that's cool. Absolutely. And, uh, we can do that. We can keep it keep it moving in the middle of it as you guys are multitasking. And so as Winston's typing, he's like, so that's part one. The next part is what do we do about patients? Because not telling the locals is putting a lot of people in danger. But the more people we tell the more probable it gets back to patients and the more probable it becomes a larger situation. It depends how much we... It depends on how much we want to keep our jobs, essentially. Patience is part of Landmark Colonial. Yeah. Well, I look like... Actually, you're right. Patience is part of Landmark Colonial. I'm going to pull up the landmark colonial operating procedures about what happens when an NHP goes rogue in the course of building a colony. There is probably a protocol for this. There is. There is a policy, uh, policy number, uh, NHP policy 42, subsection 13, chapter 4, article 5, um, on NHPs that have begun or uh, that have either begun cascading or on the verge of cascading um, that are in an administrative capacity over a colony that is not fully established a human council. Um, I think for this, the policy that Landmark Colonial has is to uh, have the administrative assistant um, of the NHP, in this case, um, Edna, um, do the NHP cycling. And if the problem still persists or another problem crops up to uh, basically get Landmark Colonial to send out a new NHP. Legit. So that is that is Landmark Colonial's policy on 
an HP handling specifically to cascading or near cascade instances. I believe this would qualify so, as a near. We could we could classify this as a near cascade instance. You sure probably could. Mm-hmm. I think so. So we need to talk to Edna next. Here's another thing too. Obviously, we've inter- we've interacted with patients, so sh- they know what we can do. We need to find a way to probably harden our mech our mechs against any kind of attacks that they can levy, because that's going to be the next way they they hamstring us. Is keeping us from being able to actually affect change on on something. I mean, we're pretty great at us at a max, but I mean, that, you know, they help quite a bit. I mean, the way the Beggar One program works, it's problematic. But everybody but Roxy is going to be fairly unaffected inside of our frames. Um. The what patience is going to do to attack us if we t- do something is going to be basic e-defense attacks. There's not a super... Unless patience has hidden another frame and printed one for themselves and somehow acquired licenses, there's very little patience is going to do outside of utterly overwhelming our e-defenses and cooking people inside of their frames. That, that's, that's how patience would handle that particular thing. All right, then. I know that sounds super fun, but, you know. Um. Well, I guess some of us can go and find Edna then while you're working on your program. Yeah, I do have a question. Do we want to talk to the militia later before we find Edna? Because the only thing that could go horribly wrong is that patients contacts them hands out an order while Edna is trying to cycle patients without them knowing that's true patients might be compromised then we perhaps still need to bring some members of the response team over there I don't disagree I'll finish this I'll finish this up and uh, send it out to the militiamen if you all want to students to go find what is the leader of the militia's name just spell it Brava Hadura thank you Brava yeah yep find Hadura and... Okay. Bravo Hadura first, and then Edna. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's gonna come with me? I will. I believe that was the plan. I mean, you can take Travis as well. Roxy's here with me in the hangar, so I'm not too worried about things. Alright, then. I figure, once I, get, I figure once I get done with this, Roxy and I can have our heart-to-heart double-checking Roxy's systems is probably a good idea, too. Sounds good. Yeah. And I will send a uh, like a quick message to Bravo Hedera checking where we should go. Uh, you will get a quick ping back from Bravo uh, after you send that out saying that uh, she is currently at the militia barracks um, looking over rosters and seeing who's still around. Like basically going over um, MAKA rosters. Um, and she'll she says that she'll she'll be there for a while um and meet her there if she you need to discuss something um upon arrival the three of you um will uh, see her kind of standing over uh, a long table that's been put in one corner of the this barracks uh 
it's kind of like the the, the, the barracks, the militia's kind of HQ as well. It's not just their barracks. Um, but the, in one long table, there's a map of Hercinia um, on that is that is kind of a, a hollow style map on a on a nice metal table. Um, where she's kind of looking over, uh, projected up in front of her are two rosters. Sorry, three rosters. Um, each having, you know, a whole list of names and a, and a face next to each one of them, essentially as she's looking through each of these lists. Um, she kind of flicks through one of the lists, taps on a name, looks at the face, um, just kind of looks down, shakes her head, looks over at you and goes, oh, well, hello. Thank you for, uh, for meeting with us. Um, and oh. I'm going to turn my comms off completely. Kind of motion for Travis and Skip to do the same. Yeah. I'll do the same. Um, if you wouldn't mind also turning any comms you have off, we need to have an important discussion privately. Copy. Yeah. Give me one second. Um, and she'll turn off her comms, set her comm device kind of on the table. There's a probably a, a small room behind her um, where a, a militia is kind of sitting at a desk. Um, she opens the door and goes, can you give us five? And the motion nods and steps out, um, ushers you three in to join her, uh, closes the door, uh, pulls down the blinds on both of these, um, uh, on like the two windows that look out the rest of this building, over the rest of the building, and kind of goes, right, what's up? I don't know how much you've been briefed about what has happened. Um, a rogue subaltern um, attacked Karen Megan. Uh, there were casualties. I'm sorry to hear that. But we believe patience has been compromised as well. We need to start a cycling procedure. But we wanted to tell you first in case patience goes rogue while those procedures are being carried out. Copy. Um, not one of their NHPs, right? Like, oh, sorry, one of their subalterns. Excuse me. Been a long night. Uh, no, it was one of the ones from the Grey Towns that had been hijacked previously. But from what we can tell, Patience has accessed that same message that hijacked those. Oh, boy. Okay, all right, all right. So, and you have reason to believe that there is something wrong with Patience now because it accessed something or because... Patients accessed the message that those things had also accessed, and that's why they were standing out in the middle of nowhere. Okay, right. Yes. And and attacked our officers because they had access that. Yes, I, I did catch that point, and I still am deeply sorry that you have lost one of yours. Um, yeah, that makes sense. We should do a cycle just to be sure. Um, should, should they decide to go rogue, um, we will our best to manage it um i will let people know as as need be um let me know as you get uh when you get closer to actually running the cycling and then i will uh bring together some militia um is this a how soon are you looking to do this like tonight or we're going to go and speak to edna immediately after this i'm not sure how quickly the cycle can be done but i think we need to do it as soon as possible. Um, right. We think okay. the biggest threat will be if patient starts issuing orders to the militia 
um, trying to institute martial law, something like that. So, well, to be fair, most of the militia of the board listen to me for before patients, so we shouldn't have any issues. One thing I can see becoming an issue is if the subalterns decide to come run for y'all, which I don't know why it would, but. And if it's not blatantly obvious now, any orders you want to give them or anything information you want to give to them should be done on hard copies. There should not be any kind of message transfer over any kind of network for any kind of organization. Understood. Uh, I'm, I'm tracking on that one. Uh, I don't think it's something I was going to share really directly to them. It was kind of a need-to-know basis if we... if. You know, we end up having the new militia members to either help with subalterns or whatever happens with that. I think that's only that clue in my officers and things of that nature about it. I might tell some of my senior staff, but it'll be probably verbal and calms off like we're doing now. Can Travis also just look the room over and see if he can spot any kind of surveillance devices or anything that would be connected to a network, even though we close the room up and all that? Yep, go ahead and make me a spot, uh, a grit roll, or sorry, yeah, yeah, a grit roll with uh, any skill trigger in spot, if you've got it. Nah, I mean, closest thing I got is stay cool, and that's not really yeah, applicable. Nope. nope. All right. Spot is one that's there for it. Then just your plus one for your grit bonus as a level one licensed pilot. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Man, that's a mighty seven. Mighty seven. You don't see anything. Cool. Not that you're aware of. Nope. Um, I will also throw that to both Skip or Olivia, should you also wish to make such checks. Uh, I have read a situation, which just me looks for threats in a situation as part of it. Um, I would perceive comms devices to be a threat to you at this very moment, so sure, why not? <laughs> I did roll because I have a bonus to spot, but I rolled a one, so I Ooh. don't think it's going to be a big deal. No. I don't think I'm going to be seeing anything. No, you're not. Boy, I'm sure glad I got a plus five on that, because that's a total of 11. Oof. Um, Olivia for the clutch. Neither Skip nor Travis see anything. Olivia, you give this room a once-over, and you will see, additionally, no comms devices. Um, The room is... is, uh, it looks almost that way on purpose um, as something to uh, you know have more specifically militia type conversations that you know don't need to reach the outside world type deal um, so you get the feeling that this has been comms proof soundproofed things of that nature specifically for the purpose of these conversations we'll let you know as soon as we have a plan of course yeah, just give me the loop. I will, uh, we'll, we'll take care of it. Should something arise, we've got your back, Omnicron. Thank you. We're sorry for your loss. Thank you. We've lost as a bunch of our own as well, but it's better to mourn together. Right? And the city still stands, so. It certainly does, thanks to y'all. No small part to you either. Well, we took care of the smaller pieces, but. Absolutely. Not that apart. Okay. We should go speak with Edna. Yeah. Um, while we're walking away, because sure. I, I don't, and this could easily be a misspoken thing, or I'm reading too much into something. So if we're, as we're walking, if we're far enough away from the barracks, hmm. um, did either of you catch that she said for our loss? We didn't say we 
we said casualties. Casualties can mean injuries up to a death in a unit. We didn't say we actually lost anybody. It could be public information at this point. For all we know, we could have been the last to know because we were out on the battlefield. That's fair. These are also militia. They're not trained. They're not trained military outside of what they've learned. They've had to learn. Yeah, sure. but still, it's so tinfo- I'm, the, uh, Travis is absolutely tinfoiling hatting right now. It's okay. like, yeah, just he's like he knows the definition of casualty, and that can easily mean what he said. It's like we didn't say we actually lost a, one of our COs. They're just casualties mm. of, an, of an action. So it's like, hmm, All right, okay. I'm just deciding to be paranoid today, I suppose. Yeah, I kept it vague. It could have been. She was jumping to conclusions. It could be knowledge already. We don't know. But for now, let's, let's stay on task. Let's get this done. Yeah. All right. As you all tr- go back to the governor's farm to talk with uh, Edna, which you presume her to be there, um, Roxy and Winston... Um, and uh, Balthazar, I believe you are also still uh, awaiting uh, resting with care. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Just watching unblinkingly because I can't blink. Me too. No, uh, actually. I think we're. I think we've actually separated the party three locations. I'm in the hangar with Roxy. Yes. So yes. Okay, just yeah. making sure that I'm not. I'm. I'm yeah. just verifying mm-hmm. that Balthazar is still with care, and that that scene is just playing out as Balthazar is spending time with yes. care. That is yeah. me. Me. Yes collecting everybody in my yes. brain space yes. to then redistribute. I just want to make it's sure so I'm not weird to say that we're sp- <laughs> it's so weird to say that we're split three ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Roxy and Winston are in the hangar. Uh, the the code has been passed off to the militia with instructions who are going to follow it to the best of their ability. Um, and you all are roughly alone. Yep. I'm not going to do a full guts gut check right now, but I'm going to check uh, Roxy's systems for any. Absolutely. Because Roxy made the comment that I don't know what would happen if I happen to be compromised. I'm like, well, that needs to get triple checked right now. Go ahead and make me a uh, another grit roll with your plus five for hacker fix. Well, that is a 17, so I'll take my 22. Heck yeah, a crit. Um, Roxy is on a cursory glance on a digital level, Roxy seems to be fine. The further down you dive into that without going to the full gut check of just the overall systems check. Oh, by gut check, I mean I'm not taking her apart right now. I'm taking them apart right now. Yeah. Yes. Um, and as you you dive through the systems, though, to, to just kind of do the, the cursory vibe check, um, you find... A few sets of data that is that looks corrupted, um, like it's inaccessible. You would get the feeling with the crit that it has nothing to do with Beggar One because it does not carry any sort of weight to that, and the data surrounding it is from about when Roxy was created. So it's probably nothing too serious in that regard. Um, More like I'm looking at parts of Roxy's soul than I'm looking at a Beggar One compromise. Yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah, that is more what you're seeing there on that front. You don't see anything directly attaching uh, Roxy to being compromised by Beggar One as well. 
Um, you just uh, there, there's just those pieces that are not accessible via data, um, and there are also um, there are also footnotes and scrubbed data in one portion at the end of your route is just as you're going through some cursory things in the uh, kind of uh, interactions with other NHPs um, with that there are just some parts where it's been scrubbed a little bit. Like a cycling or like someone has deleted memory step situation? Someone has deleted memory, replaced it with new stuff and you would tell because of this data signature that there was other data there prior but it's now been replaced with other other messages other interactions cool. uh, I will take metadata dates on when that happened because that will be there gotcha that is that it will be there and that is very recent that is within the past two hours oh mm. oh you do have a not one there that I, I might be leaning on a little bit with that that's to be fair yeah <laughs> But um, as far as you can tell, Winston, Roxy is not actively compromised by Beggar One. Uh, is the person who altered this metadata during that timestamp, uh, have they left any signatures from accessing that? Metadata? Zero. Okay. Not, none that are distinguishing. There are, um, there are various things. If they can, they will try to attach it to Roxy in terms of the replacement data. Um, but the actual metadata behind what we got scrubbed and stuff like that carries no um, no traceable signature that anything that you can tell in traditional cool. like OmniNet structure and data structure. Sounds good. Uh, I will so. denote. I will. I will. I will actually just. I will roleplay this out with Roxy. Um, Roxy, give me a run back of timestamp. Uh, this exact timestamp. Give me my location, your location, and. Uh, the location of the rest of the team at this at this timestamp point according to your data, and then I will look at where we were as well because this is two hours ago is shortly after the battle ended, right? Or is this mid battle? Yes. Okay. It's um. Well, well uh, let me double check. So timestamp where? Sorry, let's let's. Yeah, we'll say it's two hours ago at this point. That is about when the battle ended. About when you interacted with uh, patients and got the initial vibe at this point. I think that right that when much, we came back. Yeah. yeah, right when you came back. I think it's about that time. Cool. I'm basically going to I'm basically going to use flashpoint and be like flashpoint. What were the locations of the team at this timestamp? Um, Roxy, can you give me a review of what you were doing at this timestamp? And uh, I, I'm going to compare some notes and some data, and I'm basically going to pull that up and basically build a digital timeline of everybody's location during that data, the missing data portion. Sure. Um, it's not, sorry, the data is not missing. It's been scrubbed and written over is what it looks like. Yeah. So it's not missing. So, okay. Yeah. No, th- there is a yeah, false yeah, 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 memory there. There is falsified yes. data. So there is missing re- real data and false yes. false data. I'm looking for, I'm looking yes. for when the, when the data was falsified. I'm basically so, doing data forensics at this point uh, in time. It's super yes, exciting. Yes, you are. Yes, it is. <laughs> so um, you were asked for a certain time, to, that timestamp. Roxy, that timestamp that you were given by Winston as Winston is going through this initial kind of just double checking your systems. Um, that is when you check to see if patients had been compromised by Beggar One. I am aware of what that timestamp entailed. That was when I attempted to access patients. Mm. Okay. So I have good news 
and I have bad news. Which one do you want first? From what I can see, nothing happened. So the good news is, you are not beggar one compromised. What's the bad news? The bad news is whatever data that you interacted with patients with, more than likely patients erased whatever interaction you actually had with patients. So there was more than just a secret handshake? Yes. I can't tell what happened there, but given the location, given the team location, given that you believe that's when you access patients, given the flashpoint puts on all the team's location there, and, and, and is denoted, something occurred between the two of you at the speed of way faster than I can compute, um, and I cannot tell you what actual interaction occurred between the two of you. I I can check to make sure that Roxy has not like been copied or you know, and you said Roxy is not compromised. There's not like a latent no. command to attack us all. Nope. There's no latent commands. There's nothing in the data that wasn't uh, that doesn't match standard HP structure or nothing that is outwardly aggressive towards you all um, as as the as response to Omicron as well as Evergreen and Hersinia as well. Um, there's nothing in there. The you know that that time frame of scrub data would not be enough to really data dump a large portion. It would allow for a a, a an interaction to basically be altered. Okay. Um, and not altered in a way like sorry the the data itself no longer is matching what Roxy remembers. Correct. So it, it just basically there is there is just. Yeah, there's a disparity there. In theory, um, you are saying that patients might have seen something or accessed something within me. Not very large. And removed it. Not very large, correct. I'm double checking right now to make sure she did not backdoor her way into you, or they did not backdoor their way into you. Um, so there's no backdoor there command, no backdoor. so there's no accidentally patients taking control of you, which is great, so you're not compromised there either. But whatever actually happened between you and patients isn't what you recall, and I don't have enough to, to reconstruct what actually occurred here. Well, perhaps it's a good thing that we will find out what's going on inside of my coffin. Yeah, sounds like it. I'm not going to do that right now. I'm going to wait till we have patients recycling to do that, because the last thing I would do is want you down. Balthazar, not exactly able to... In, best headspace and you're not being compromised so i think deconstructing your coffin right now is not the best idea so once patience's cycle goes through is probably when we should plan to do that i agree and i am watching balthazar that seems about right on that front luckily well i'm happy to know that you have a clean i'm happy to give you a clean bill of health at least thank you Thank you for listening to Response Team Omnicron. Our special guest for late spring is Jesse Pillow, and our cast for this season is Anna Woten, First Strike, J.R. Zambrano, Paul Marchant, and Unity Marine. This podcast is story told, produced, and edited by Fettuccini, with additional marketing and content creation from Anna Woten, and combat narrative writing from J.R. Zambrano and First Strike. Links to everyone I've just mentioned will be in the description. This podcast is recorded in Squadcast, edited in Adobe Audition, with additional sound effects and music from Epidemic Sound. Once again, thank you very much for listening to Response Team Omnicron. We hope to hear from you very soon, so keep your eyes on the Omninet for the next episode.